network that you have right now. This is a real skill. Surrounding yourself with people who have the outcome that you're looking for or who think the way that you want to think or have the life that, that you want to have for yourself and your family. Finding those people who are also willing to share their experience and their knowledge with you. And to be honest, most people who have that, from my experience, maybe I'm a bit, maybe I'm a bit biased, I don't know, but from always from my experience, anyone, ever, anyone who I have ever spoken to who is successful in an area that I was interested in, when I asked them about it, they were more than happy to have a conversation. Hey mate, I'm Coach Mitch and welcome to the Unbreakable Man podcast. It's my goal to help you achieve excellent results in the area of your health and physical fitness, your career or business, your relationships, and in your own personal passions. This is gonna be your one-stop shop if you are the kind of man who wants to achieve his fullest potential in life. And the only way to do that is by becoming unbreakable. Hey mate, Coach Mitch here, and welcome to today's episode of the Unbreakable Man podcast. Now, if this is the first episode that you've ever listened to, then before I get into what I wanted to talk about on today's episode, just let me give you some context on what Unbreakable Man is all about. So, for me, becoming unbreakable means becoming the kind of guy that does not quit until he creates the kind of life that he's truly looking for, the best possible experience of life for himself. Now, that's what I want to do in my own personal life. There are so many challenges in this world and there's so many, so many things, even in our own minds, that threaten to stop us from creating the experience we're looking for. And I mean the experience of our health and our bodies, the experience of our relationships with the people that we love or creating loving, lasting, meaningful relationships in our life. Being able to do and see the things that we want to do and see. I believe that most men are not living lives where they feel like they can do the things that they want to do and go and see the things that they want to see, or maybe they don't even have the sort of relationships that they're looking for. And I think that most men are living lives where they feel trapped, which is the reason why I started this whole thing, to help men untrap themselves. Now, today's episode, and the reason why this is relevant, today's episode, I'm going to go through, it's a two-parter, and I'm going to go through 12 skills of a great man. Now, if you don't already know, I did a two-part episode a little while back, episode 13 and 14, which was called The 13 Mindsets of a Great Man. If this is your first episode, go back and watch those two. They're not very long, but they're well worth it. But this two-part is a little bit different. When I was coming up with the idea for this, I have like a, a note on my laptop. And on that note, it's just all the things that I could think of that I thought were important if I want to be the best possible guy that I can be for myself, for my friends, for my family, for my future wife and kids. And, and, and also, whilst doing that, creating the kind of life that I want just for me at the same time. And when I wrote that list down, I separated half the list into what I could, thought was mindsets and kind of ways of thinking, and the other half of the list really seemed to me like skill sets, actual actionable things to do in our lives if we want to be the greatest possible man that we can be and create the best outcomes for ourselves. So this two-part episode is those 12 mindsets that were, or sorry, those 12 skills that were on that list. 
So we're going to dive into it right now with number one, and this is going to seem very biased, but the number one skill, and to be fair, these aren't in any list of priority either. Although this one I do think, in my opinion, is the foundation. And I will make one slight adjustment to this. I've written great physical health, but my adjustment is great physical and mental health. Those two things are inextricably linked, and I don't think we can ever unlink them. So, nor would we want to, to be fair. So, great physical health. Why is that an, an important skill, like a totally necessary skill for you to be a great man and for me to be a great man? I think I'll be going back to like, like a, almost like a, a high school analogy, but I think we've all heard of it. And, and even just from a physical health standpoint, when we imagine our body as a car, right? We, you've all heard this analogy, but I'm going to go through it again anyway, because I think it, it is perfect for this. You know, if, if you have a car and it's kind of an old car that you haven't really looked after and, you know, it, it bogs down when you try to take off at the lights and sometimes it doesn't start or the speakers are crap, your experience of life and what you're able to do in that car is limited. But if you have a good quality car, a good quality vehicle, a vessel to carry you through your life and it's in good shape and you maintain it well, then all those limits that you had on yourself before, I mean, maybe there are still some limits, but they're certainly pushed out further. There is so much more available to you simply because the vessel, the vehicle that you are moving through life in is in better shape. Now, if you are in, in great physical shape, every single thing is easier. Every single thing, literally just moving your body is easier. Getting up the stairs is easier. And if it's easier to do, then you're much more likely to do it. And all those things in your life that require effort, if you're no stranger to effort, then you're way more likely to take that path and just do the, the difficult work required. And that's where the results come from. So having great physical health, I mean, not just from the simple ideas like, you know, having a long life and, and actually physically being here for a long time and enjoying as much of that time as possible. But what it allows you to do is just so much better. And then when it comes to the mental health side of things, that to me is even more important than physical health. Because I think your physical health, it, it, it's actually quite, it's interesting. I, I don't know which which one came first, like the chicken and the egg scenario, but I don't believe you can be physically healthy if you're mentally unhealthy. Um, but at the same time, I don't believe you can be mentally healthy if you're physically unhealthy. So I, 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 I don't know which one came first, um, but I do know that if you are having some mental struggles, one of the best things that you can do for yourself is go out and exercise, go out and move yourself. So either way, they're both at least of equal importance and the level of importance is the highest it can possibly be, in my opinion. You know, like I said, your mental health has an impact on every single area of your life. Everyone you interact with is going to have an experience with you that I would say reflects the quality of your mental health in that moment. If you're a mentally fit person, 
everyone that you interact with, the experience they're going to have with you is going to be so much more positive and, and, and so much more beneficial for them and for you. And, and we all have people in our life that we love, that we want to impact positively. So it's absolutely our, our responsibility as men who want to be great men to ensure that we have great mental health. So, and the reason why I've, I've said that's a skill is because it's stuff that you need to learn. You need to learn the strategies and the steps required to get in great physical shape. So even if you don't like exercise, if you want to be a great man, this is not something that you can avoid. You're going to have to put in some time to learning how to be in great physical shape, some simple exercises. You're going to need to learn some nutrition as well. It it's to me it feels criminal that kids aren't taught how to eat healthily in school it's something that we do every single day of our life and if we were taught how to do it well then we would all be in so much better shape not just physically but also mentally as a result of of just getting our diet right but in order for you to be a great man you need to eat right and that means you need to learn how to eat right so there's the skill involved and, and from a mental health standpoint, ment being mentally fit and strong, that is a skill as well. That requires um, you to read up on the topic and learn some of the strategies and tips and tricks to help keep yourself in a positive mental state and a productive mental state and look after your mental health as well. So before I, before I move on to the next one, I'm, I just want to give you one tip on that because you're probably thinking about what a tip might be right now, how to be in great shape mentally. And I think if I could give you one tip, it would be this. Practice gratitude. Practice spending especially when you feel a bit down in the dumps, here's your next step. Ask yourself the question, what is great about my life right now? And then I want you to think about every single thing that you have in your life that you are truly grateful for. Everything that you think is, is really amazing about your life right now. And if you did that one thing, whenever you feel down, then it's going to be very, very difficult for you to continue to feel down. Because here's the thing, dude. If you feel down, what that most likely is, is a factor of, is because you are currently focusing on the parts of your life that you're actually not happy with, that you're not grateful for. And that's the reason why you feel down. Not because your life isn't great, not because you don't have great things, not because you don't have people that you love, and not because you don't have opportunities and live in a beautiful country and all those kinds of things. But you are focusing on the parts of your life that you are least happy with. And that's the reason why you don't feel happy. So as a simple tip and a part, and one of the skills that you could develop from this exact moment moving forwards, it would be to practice gratitude whenever you feel a bit down in the dumps. So there's a, there's a skill for you to start with right away, one simple one from there. But otherwise, you must learn how to be in great physical shape. And that includes not just the exercise portion of it, but the nutrition side of things too. And also, there are there's so much more to creating really great mental health and fitness. And don't just, don't let it start and end with that one tip that I just gave you. 
I highly encourage you to delve deeper into that topic because it's really important. Now, next thing on the list, and this might be a little bit controversial um, or you know, certainly uncomfortable for, for you watching this, and that is learn to fight. I think in order to be the greatest possible man that you could be, then I think learning how to defend yourself is absolutely crucial. Now, if you're watching this right now and you're thinking, well, look, you know, I'm never going to be in a fight. I avoid fights like the plague. I don't like fighting. I hate violence, all that kind of stuff. I totally agree with you. I don't like fighting either. I hate violence as well. I avoid fights like the plague 110%. But I still study jujitsu and I do this three days a week at least. And, you know, it involves physical combat, but you do it with people that that you trust and you enjoy spending time with. So it's an odd way to treat your friends, but that's exactly what it is like. Um, but the reason I do that is because I think that I need to be, in order for me to be a great man, I need to be confident within myself. I need to work on any of those insecurities that come up for me. And as a bloke watching this, I would be very surprised if you can't think back to a moment in your life where someone else was bullying you or was intimidating you and you felt completely powerless and and afterwards you walked away feeling angry and you walked away questioning yourself about whether you were brave or whether you were a coward and wondering whether you'd done the right thing or wondering or, or, or even just not feeling good about the way that you felt inside after that experience I'd put money on the fact that you've had an experience like that and you felt crap about it afterwards. Now, those experiences, for me at least, have always been very few and far between, but you never know when that's going to happen to you. And and look, it's not even about, it's not about whether someone intimidates you or someone bullies you or anything like that. It's just about that feeling that you feel inside after an event like that, when you know full well that you weren't the confident, brave version of yourself that you wanted to be, I think that that feeling sticks with you. And that feeling has an effect on how you enter other social situations after that. It certainly dents your confidence. And I think you cannot be a great man if you don't have confidence across the board. On top of that, having no learning how to fight, knowing how to defend yourself is obviously absolutely crucial for protecting yourself, but also protecting your loved ones. You know, what happens if there's a situation where your wife needs you and you are and you do not have this skill? I mean, I'm sure you'll still you'll still put yourself in harm's way to to defend your wife or your girlfriend, or your child, or one of your brothers, or whatever it is, I'm sure you'll still do it. But you'll feel a hell of a lot better about it if you actually feel comfortable in that situation because, you, because you've done the practice, because you've learned this skill. And I also believe, just one last thing on this, I also believe that if you truly know how to defend yourself, if you've learned how to fight, you've learned that skill, I think it humbles you I think it makes you more respectful 
of other people, even just general people in the population. I think it actually makes you calmer in some ways because now you don't have to act tough. You don't have to posture. You don't have to um, try to make other people feel like you know what you're doing. You just do. I think it makes you a better person just for going through the experience and because it's difficult as well. But I also think that when you know this skill, you hold yourself differently. You walk, talk, and act differently because you know that even if something were to escalate to the ultimate degree, which is physical violence, even in that scenario, you're still the calm, confident man that you portray yourself as because you genuinely are that person. So that is, that's my reason why I am learning to fight and why I would also be making sure my children know how to fight and, 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 and defend themselves and be confident as well from an early age. Um, but I really truly do believe that to be the greatest possible men that you and I can be, this is a skill that we must master. The next thing on this list is the skill of identifying distractions and addictions in our lives. Now, I have said identifying here, which is kind of interesting because you know, if you have an addiction, um, then it's usually pretty obvious. You know, it's not it's not this kind of sneaky thing in the background, or that's at least how we think of it, right? And, you know, if you're an alcoholic, you're not unaware of it. If you smoke a 20-pack of cigarettes a day, you're not unaware of it. So the, those things are fairly easy to identify. And obviously, if you want to be a great man, you can't be a great man and an alcoholic at the same time. You can't be a great man like, a, like the greatest man that you could be, you'll have, you may have many, many other very positive traits, which is fantastic. But if you want to be the best man that you can be, the ultimate version of yourself, and that's what this episode is about, then you can't do those two things at the same time. So those things are quite clear, quite obvious that we need to make sure that we have control of any vices in our life. And, and if we can remove them entirely. But the reason why I've said identifying is because some of these addictions are more subtle. And that's why I've also put distractions there as well. Because you might not think about scrolling through social media just while you're sitting down on the couch as an addiction. But how much of your time do you spend doing it? How much of your life do you give up to this thing every single day that has no lasting positive impact on the way your life looks and feels and how you look and feel. It's it's sort of there in the background controlling you, taking away your time. And if you fail to identify that as a distraction in your life, that's standing between you and becoming the greatest man that you could be, then it's going to continue to be a barrier between you and where you want to go. So identifying distractions is really important. I want you to look at those things in your life that you continue to do over and over again that you know aren't good for you or or at least they maybe they're not bad for you but maybe they just they're not they're not improving you in any way. And and just having a little think in and about whether you believe that this thing deserves your time. Just consider it. Because um, I'm not necessarily saying that scrolling through social media is is a bad thing all the time. There's nothing wrong with taking 15 minutes out and entertaining yourself a little bit just to have a little break in the middle of the day or, or whenever you get the opportunity. Fair enough. Fair enough. But if you're spending 
two hours a day doing that or an hour a day doing that, you know, that's, that's 10 to 20 hours a week. Over the course of the year, that's 100 to 200 hours. You've given up over a week of your life to this one thing every single year. Is that something that you want to do? But if we don't consider these things, if we don't identify them as problems and things stopping us from being the kind of men that we want to be, the kind of fathers that we want to be, the kind of brothers, employees, employers, just the man that we want to be as an individual, then they're going to continue to have a negative impact on our life over the long term. So identify distractions and addictions and addressing them. The next thing on this list, and this one is absolutely and utterly um, just, it's, it's really, really necessary, but I don't think that that enough importance is placed on this when it comes to our development as men. But learn how money works. Not necessarily how to make money, but learn how money works. Understanding the financial system. And one other caveat I'm going to make as well. The things on this list, I'm not perfect in all of these things. Like these were, these were things that I wrote down some of which I feel like I'm doing pretty well in, and some of them are, I have no idea about myself, but I still see it as super important that I need to address. And some things I've started to dabble in, and that is, this is one of those things, learn how money works. So why have I written that down? Well, firstly, because as much as we don't like to admit it, money is an a crucial factor in our life, something we have to consider every single day. And and one of the biggest stresses in our life as well. It's one of the biggest causes of of separation in marriages. Because we because we don't know how to get this part of our lives right. And if you want to be a great man, then you need part of being a great man is being great with money, being great with your finances, understanding how this stuff works and knowing how to create wealth in your life. Yes, being, being wealthy is part of being the greatest man that you could be. It's certainly not everything, but it's absolutely a part of it because that gives you the opportunity or the ability to create your life the way you want it to be and to change other people's lives as well and to raise your children the way you want to raise them and to provide them the experience that, that you think is most important for them. You're not bound by the limitations of your knowledge of how money works and how to create it. Because like, consider this, you know, as a bloke watching this, there's a fairly good chance that, that you're a guy who makes a salary every single year. You give up your time every single week and someone else pays you, right? If, and that's your experience of how to make money. What if that person stops paying you? what if no one wants to pay you? Then what are you going to do? You have nothing because of other people's decisions that you don't have control over. And also, not just that, but if your number one um, income stream is your salary or your hourly rate or whatever it might be, then you only ever make as much as someone else is willing to pay you. So if you 
can see your dream life, the idea of how you want things to be, the kind of experience you'd like to give your partner or your wife and your children, and you know it's going to cost X amount, but you only make what you make right now, and you, you cannot see a pathway to get to this point where you know you need to get to in order to create the experience of life that you want to create for yourself and your family, then you never get there if you never learn how to close that gap. And that gap is learning how money works. It's understanding how to create wealth. You know, it's, it's every single person who has the life that you really truly want for yourself and your family, who has that, that financial situation, none of those people just make a salary or have an hourly or, or, or make an hourly rate. They make their money from all sorts of different ways. They understand how this system works and how money itself works and, and how it's created. And it is a tricky, tricky topic. So I'm not getting into it on this, epi on this episode and I'm certainly no expert myself. I'm probably going to get someone to have this conversation with me on the podcast, someone much more knowledgeable about this than I am. But that's how important this is. I, I have to learn this. Like, whether you decide to learn this or not is up to you, but you can bet your fucking ass that I am going to learn how this shit works. I'm going to get really, really good at it. Simply because I have an idea of how I want my life to look and what I want to be able to give to the people in my life, and that costs money, money that I don't currently have. So I have to learn this. This is crucial for me to become the kind of man that I want to be. And if you want to be the greatest man that you can be, then learning how money works, reading up on the topic, finding people who who know this who know this stuff, who are successful in this area, and and learning from them, absolutely crucial. The next one on here is create a great a great network, which really follows on really nicely from what I've just said a second ago. Find people who have the success that you want. Look at the network that you have right now. This is a real skill. Surrounding yourself with people who have the outcome that you're looking for or who think the way that you want to think or have the life that, that you want to have for yourself and your family. Finding those people who are also willing to share their experience, their knowledge with you. And to be honest, most people who have that, from my experience... Maybe I'm a bit, maybe I'm a bit biased. I don't know, but from always from my experience, anyone about anyone who I have ever spoken to who is successful in an area that I was interested in, when I asked them about it, they were more than happy to have a conversation. And and here's the thing too, I pay for this information sometimes. You know, I I have mentors, and at some point I've paid every single one of them a lump of money to teach me something that I didn't know that was important for myself or my business. And now those people are, are people I can reach out to from time to time as well, because now they're a part of my network. Now I know them on a personal level because I've had that, I've had, I've had that exposure to them. And that is worth so much more than, than the money that I've paid them. And the money that I've paid them in some cases is thousands, but it's, it's the gift that keeps on giving when you surround yourself with positive, like-minded, successful people, the people that have what you want. And you know, if you're watching this right now and you don't know anyone like that personally, that's absolutely fine. That's okay. I would honestly just start by 
looking at who you know in perhaps the the public sphere you know it doesn't have to be anyone you know personally it could be you know a celebrity or it could be just a a thought leader on social media or on youtube or something like that someone a speaker that you like perhaps following along with their content that alone would be a fantastic start and you'll probably find yourself that find yourself where you'll probably find it's way more likely for you to bump into other people that 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 do fit into that category when you start listening to that kind of stuff as well you'll find those people in the comments you know you'll you'll find those people in the in the facebook groups um you'll start to see adverts that are you know inviting you to come to events with people who talk about how to make money or people who talk about how to get in great physical shape or people who talk about you know how to overcome addiction or how to learn to fight or whatever it's going to be you'll find that more of this stuff is starting to make its way into you know your social media feed if you're just looking on your phone but even just into your your vision in your life you'll start to see more of this stuff popping up simply because you've made it a priority simply because you started to um make it important in your life that you surround yourself with these kinds of people they will come to you i'm guaranteed or, or you're much more likely to find them if you are searching for it you know right now you're watching this podcast there might be some of those things on that list that you really want to improve in and i'm exactly the guy that can help you do that you know i could be that mentor for you in some of the areas of of what's on this list right now that you want to improve in and it's up to you whether you decide to reach out to me or somebody like me in this field. You have that opportunity right from this point. And if you are curious, just email me at mitch at unbreakableman.com.au and we'll just have a conversation. You know, it doesn't have to be anything formal. Just send me an email. So next on this list and last one for this episode, and this might seem like a uh, an interesting one, something that you didn't expect, but Play the comparison game correctly. The reason why uh, I put this one on there, um, because, again, this list was created from me and my own brain. So this is the stuff that goes through my head. But I, do, but I don't think I'm a, an anomaly. I think I'm a normal guy. Uh, and I think that you and I have a lot, of it, a lot more in common than perhaps you might think. And one of those things is, comparing ourselves, comparing ourselves to others. Now, I think that that is a natural, a natural thing for us to do. It's not something that we can necessarily avoid or escape. We are constantly comparing ourselves to other people around us without even necessarily trying to do that. Our, our brains are designed to to organize ourselves into hierarchies of, of who's good at what and, and, and how we stack up against each other, which is, is useful in some ways, but it's also really mentally difficult because no one wants to be on the bottom. No one wants to feel less than or worse than or anything like that. But the truth is, guys, that that's always going to be the case. <laughs> like there's, you're always going to be there's always going to be someone out there that's better than you at a given thing. And an interesting way to look at it is the fact that 
Okay, let's say you are the best in the world at something. Like you actually are the top dog. There is no one above you. Firstly, that's absolutely sensational. But even that guy, even Usain Bolt, you know, the fastest man on the planet, someone's going to beat his record one day and then he's not going to be the best anymore. Even that guy in that one area, even he's still not going to be the best forever. There will be someone who is better than him at some point. It's inevitable. And he's only the best in one area. And there are millions of ways in which we can compare ourselves to other people. So that's something you've always got to think about. There's always someone who's going to be better than you. And there's nothing you can do about it. So there's no point in worrying about it. Just be aware of it and accept that that's the truth. That's okay. This also works two ways, right? Because we know, no one ever wants to feel less than. But we may not admit it. But secretly, deep down, we may want to feel more than the people around us. We may, want, we, we may have a, a tendency to want to feel superior or more competitive than the people around us. And I don't think that's, it's certainly not untrue. And I think it's worth admitting that that, that feeling does lie within all of us, especially as men, because our lives are really competitive. We're always competing with, with one another in some way or another. Even if we're not trying to, it's, it's a part of our makeup and it's not something that we can escape. But something that I learned myself is that if I derive pleasure from being better than someone else, then I, I remind myself that, well, there's someone out there that can make me feel the same way that I just made that other person feel or that can think about me in the same way that I think about that other person who can minimize me, who can make me feel like that. And so when I kind of recognize that, I, I start, I've started this habit of, of, of never deriving pleasure from something like that. I think that's a bad move because it just sets you up for failure yourself in the future. Instead, you know, if you're, if you're good at something, fantastic. That's, that's great, but that doesn't make you better than anyone else. Compare yourself, comparing yourself to others, it's, it's not like it's never, never necessary because at the end of the day, that's how we know whether something's good. You know, let's say, for example, you know, I can do a 200 kilo deadlift. Okay, cool. If everyone could do a 200 kilo deadlift, then that means nothing. It's, it's not important. It's not impressive. It doesn't make me, I don't, I don't feel good. I don't feel like I've accomplished anything because what I've accomplished is something that anyone can do. I have to compare myself to what, what I might expect, like the average, um, let's say deadlift weight in this particular scenario is in the population to know that what I've accomplished is something noteworthy. Not, not to belittle anyone else who can't do it because they just, maybe they just don't care that much, which is fine. You know, this is my thing and it's, it's, it's not their thing. So we're not, we're not trying to compete against each other. However, for me, that, that allows me to know that what I've just done is something that is, is, is good. It's, is, is exceptional, right? Uh, and that's part of the process of getting better. So in some ways, the comparison game, I mean, firstly, you, you can't really avoid it. And secondly, it's not always bad. Just depends how you use it, right? And that's what I meant about playing it correctly. So never minimize other people because you can be minimized by someone else.
The next thing is, at the same time, like, there is still merit in comparing yourself to others because it lets you know where you are, lets you know where you stack up in, in that hierarchy because at the end of the day, you're trying to move up that. You, you are. If you want to be the greatest man that you can be, you're going to be someone who, who is capable of solving a lot of problems for a lot of other people, who is capable of you know, improving the lives of a lot of other people. And that means that you are at the top of that tree. And that's what gives you the ability to do that. That's what gives you the influence. That's what gives you um, the chance to make a difference and, and, and the ability to, to be the guy that, that people can come to and, and get answers and improvement and um, you know, great results from. So it's not necessarily all bad. And, and the third one is the one that I think most of us have heard before is the idea of you're really just comparing yourself to your previous self. As long as you are improving on the metrics that you have decided you want to improve on most, then that's all that really matters. That means you are heading in the right direction. And it's it's not so much about how quickly you get there. It's just that you are moving in that direction consistently is probably better than doing a leap or a bound every now and again and then plateauing or perhaps even taking steps back. Consistent progress forwards, that's how you win. That's that's how you become a great man. So that's part one of this episode anyway, guys. And, uh, you know, I hope that you enjoyed those first six. If you have any comments or anything you'd like to add, or perhaps, I mean, look, maybe wait till the next episode before you start thinking about anything that you would add to this list, because this is only half the list. So if you have any comments on what I've already put down there, if you disagree with anything I've said, comment down below. I'd love to hear what you have to think. You know, at the end of the day, this is an open forum. I am here to learn just as much as I'm here to teach you guys. You know, so maybe you have a perspective that can help me improve my perspective. So comment down below if that's you. And I look forward to seeing you in part two. Hey, mate, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Unbreakable Man podcast. If you did, it would be absolutely fantastic if you could leave us a five-star review because that's going to help us get our message in front of more men who need to hear it. Now, if you have some feedback for me, I'd love to hear that too. Comment down below. And if you just need some mini doses of Unbreakable Man motivation throughout your week, then you can follow us across all social platforms. On Facebook, it's Unbreakable Man Challenge. On Instagram, it's Unbreakable Man underscore challenge. And on TikTok and YouTube, it's just Unbreakable Man. Your support would be absolutely invaluable. Now, last but not least, do not forget, men aren't born, they're built.